What is up, everybody? Thank you for joining me this week on Christian Universe Podcast. This is part two of the last episode that I did titled Part One, The Great Commission. This episode was released on August 10th, 2022, if you would like to go back and check it out. Now, without any further ado, I would like to get into today's topic. Normally, I would just entitle it Part Two, The Great Commission. But today I decided to do something different. I decided to change it from just part two, the Great Commission, and I said part two, to-do list. Now, when you think of a to-do list, you think of what do you have to do to complete a, a particular goal or what do you have to do in order to feel productive throughout your day or what you have to do in that current moment that is required of you, right, for school, it's the to-do list assignments. You have to complete this much assignments for the entire, or you have this much homework. So you have a to-do list of when everything is due and what the assignment consists of. Some people have to-do lists for cleaning their homes. They say, today I'm gonna start in the bedroom. Then after I'm finished the bedroom, then I'm gonna go to the bathroom. Once I'm finished there, I'll do the spare room. Then after that, I'll do the other spare room. And then after that, I'll do the closet. And at the end of it all, I'll vacuum, I'll mop, I'll sweep. So that is their to-do list. And some people have to-do lists that last them their entire lives. Some people have to-do lists that they want to get done by the end of the week. So they set it up that they start today and by the end of the week, they should be finished with it. So it's kind of the same way with the Great Commission. So what am I going to talk about? I'm going to talk about the to-do list of the Great Commission. Now, there are four things we are to do. One is we are to preach the gospel to all nations and all people. Number two, we are to work miracles in Jesus' name and to testify to the gospel. And that's kind of a weird statement and I'll get into that in a few. Number three is to baptize new believers. And last but certainly not least is number four is to disciple to those who receive Christ. But so first we're going to talk about command number one or to-do list number one, which is to preach the gospel to all nations and people. Now, <clears throat> in Revelation verses 7 and 8, it says, God reveals the grand finale of human history. When humanity struggle, when humanity struggle finally end, God will fill his eternal kingdom with a multitude. Well, sorry, not with just any multitude, with a great multitude, which no one could count from every nation and tribe and people in tongue. So yes, just as the Bible says that God is going to prepare a place for us, we that is what this is talking about. When we, we are to preach the gospel to as much people as possible, of all nations, of all people, of all tongues, not because we have been commanded to, but because it's gonna fill heaven. That is what fills heaven. 
That's what the disciples were doing. They were filling heaven by talking to others. That's what God was doing, or Jesus at least, I should say. That's what Jesus was here doing. He was here to fill heaven with as many people as he could. And that is what we are to do. The, we say, I'm not sure if the Bible itself says it, but I've heard the saying that um, the path to hell is wide and it's easy. But the path to heaven is narrow and very few will find it. And that's why we're here to minister to others, not for our own self gain, but because at the end of it all, we have a reward. I was watching a movie and um, they asked the question of, is it possible to do something good without any self gain? And then they brought up a question or someone said a statement that even I was like, wow, that is a good question because I find myself doing that as well. They said that, no, it's not possible for someone to do something good without wanting some kind of self gratification. Why are you nice? Why are you spreading the gospel to fill heaven? Why are you doing what's right to get to heaven? Why don't you drink? because the Bible says not to. Why don't you steal? Because the Bible says not to. We always have a reason for why we do things. And when we don't do, when we don't steal, when we don't kill, we get that self-gratification of saying, oh yeah, Kareem, you did good. A little, a nice little pat on your back saying, yes, Kareem, you're doing well. Keep going. The end is near. Just keep going keep going so it's kind of like self-motivation or self-gratification for lack of better words number two number two is to work miracles in Jesus's name to testify to the gospel now this one is kind of odd this is the one that I was saying I would explain in a second and what this basically means is that God has given us all the power to heal the sick. The Bible says that faith as small as a mustard seed can move a mountain. You're telling me, and if you haven't seen a mustard seed, go look it up. Faith as small as a mustard seed can move Mount Everest. Okay? So that alone is crazy to me. That alone is very crazy to me. And if that faith as small as a mustard seed is able to move Mount Everest then imagine what just a little bit more faith can do look at um, what Peter did he walked on water with God because of his faith he had faith in God but he lost that faith through distraction of the storm distraction of his own pride saying look at me guys I'm walking on water with God next to me and all of that stuff so, but with the faith that we have in Jesus, when we give Jesus all the praise and all the honor and all the glory, and we truly believe that he can do what he said that he can do, we're able to work miracles. We're able to heal the sick. And the thing is, when God was here, they say that Jesus performed miracles. Yes, he had the supernatural power to perform miracles, but it was God working through him. 
So it's when we work miracles or when we pray or lay a hand over someone and say, you are sick now, but you can get up and walk. When we say stuff like that and the person actually gets up and walk, some people might say blasphemy or the person was never really sick or anything like that. But when you say in Jesus name, I command your body to get up and to walk, that is when your body says, God has come into me. I must do what my Lord and my commander said to do. And it's through Jesus that we actually work miracles. It's not because we're holier than thou, righteouser than thou, nothing like that. It's through Jesus that we are able to work miracles. The third command or the third part of the to-do list. Now we must do all of this on a daily basis. This is not a week, week by week to-do list. This is a daily to-do list. The third to-do list, to-do list item is to baptize our newest believers. Now, this one might be something that you can only do once a week or something that you personally don't have the power to do, but talk to your pastor about it. Talk to the people that you are ministering to. Say, I know that you're probably busy. I'm probably never going to see you again, but here's my number. And here is a card or a flyer. And on the back of it has this address for a church from my church and I want to see you there to get baptized. And you advertise your church. You advertise the things that your church does and you let them know as well that you are there to help them on their spiritual walk and be real with them. Don't lie to them and be like, yeah, we have Bible study when you know that you guys have Bible study once every month. Don't lie to them and say, oh, yeah, I got you. I know the Bible inside and out when you know very well that you only know John 316. Or that you only know um, what you read, what the pastor preaches, or even I don't know where it's taken from, but or you only know Philippians 413, I think, I think it is. I'm not even sure anymore, but um, I something strength in Christ. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. That one, that's all you know. So don't lie to them. Let them know exactly how it is. And what you also, and what you do is if you have the chance or you can do it yourself, take them and baptize them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost. Now, I was watching this TikTok the other day and they made that joke that um, I wonder what they said when Jesus was being baptized because, you know, we say in the name of the Father and of the Son and, and of the Holy Ghost. The person was like, I wonder if they said in the name of you, your daddy and your best friend. And I, I died laughing because realistically, yeah, what did they say in the name? Because 
John the Baptist who baptized Jesus knew that Jesus was the son of God. I'm not sure if he knew about the Holy Spirit, but we knew that he knew that Jesus was the son of God. So what did he say in the name of you, yo daddy, in the Holy Spirit, if he didn't know or if he didn't know, he said, and, and your best friend? Because we are to baptize new believers in God. Okay? Now for the last item on our to-do list. As Christians, as anyone that says that we follow God. As part of the great commission, what we are called to do. We are to disciple to those who receive Christ. And I talked about that just now when I said we are not to lie to them. We're not supposed to tell them that we are not to tell them that we have Bible study on such and such a date. And when such and such date comes around, they're wondering, sitting around, asking themselves, why haven't I gotten anything? Why is it that um, no one is listening here it is, I'm here. No one is on to talk to me about it. So, we are to disciple to them, to invite them into our homes, talk with them about the things that you have been through and how God has saved you from what you have, what you have, what save you in through whatever situation, not what you have, through whatever situation you've been through, right? If you've been following this quarter, and for anybody that's listening later, then this um quarter, our quarterly, adult quarterly is talking about crucibles. And if you've been, that's what it is. How did you get through your crucible? How God delivered you through your crucible? Okay. So, I'm going to ask you these three questions as a personal assessment as I close. Question number one. A speaker, John Piper, said that there are three kinds of Christians when it comes to world missions. You have the disobedient, the zealous senders, and the zealous goers. Now, zealous goers are the people that actually go out. They're the ones that that you see in your community that are talking to you, speaking with you, allowing you to know what it is. Then you have the zealous senders. Those are the ones that sit up at the church and they're the ones sending people out. They're doing their job, but them themselves aren't doing it. They're sending brother so-and-so or they're sending sister so-and-so to go, oh, go to this community and tell them how good God is and tell them all of that and all of this. Then you have the disobedient ones. Those are the ones that talk the talk but don't walk the walk. So I ask you, which group are you in? Number two, it says that Jesus has commanded every believer to go into the world and preach the gospel. 
Now, I've heard a lot of people talk about, um, I don't know what my purpose is, help me find my purpose. And this was a question I had for a few of my friends the other day. A while back, when I was struggling in school, I didn't know what to do. So I had asked them, what is my purpose? What is their purpose? So that I would get a proper idea. But then I went to spiritual retreat um, this past August and what he said no sorry I was in chapel this week actually Tuesday gone which would have been August August 30th and the speaker said something that shocked me and not because it shocked me in the way that I was like I did not know this in the way that I never thought about it the way that he presented it. He said this. Our purposes are all the same. The purpose of why we are here on earth is just to go and preach the gospel to all the world. That's what our purpose is. Our purpose is not to be the richest man or to to become a doctor or anything like that. Our purpose is to preach the word of God to everyone. Now, what we have to find out is how we are gonna fulfill our purpose. Everyone has a different way of fulfilling that purpose. Some people would fulfill it through being a lawyer. Some people would be fulfilling it through being an entrepreneur. Some people would be fulfilling it through being a actor, photographer, whatever job it is, that is what we have all different. But all of our purposes are the same. So, the next question, question number two is, are you fulfilling your purpose? Number three, the last and final one. I just talked about the four items on the Great Commission to-do list. Which one are you lacking in? Which one do you need to grow in? And I'll put myself on blast. Which one do I need to grow in? That's not even a question. That's the easiest question you could ask me. And that question would have to be the very first one. Preaching the gospel to all nations and people. That's kind of, that's low-key why I started this podcast because if you ever meet me in person, I'm a people person. I can talk to people. I I can talk. I'm cool with everyone. You know, I could make friends fast, easy. But when it comes down to me talking about God, unless you are the one that brought it up, you would never hear me bring it up. Unless it's something like, oh man, you know, I couldn't do this this week but you know in the last minute god was good and he sent this you know the simple things that everybody pretty much says god is good for this or or um god is good just just casual talk god is good not you know god is so good because this week 
I didn't have enough money to pay my rent, but I have enough money to pay my rent now. You know, this kind of praises that we say in church, I'm still struggling to say them out on the street, just to walk up to somebody, strike a random conversation with them about cars or whatever and say, you know, man, if this is the kind of car that you want, man, you just got to pray about it, man. Pray about it, ask God, and you got to understand that sometimes he's going to say no, but you got to be chill with him when he says no. So let him say no and then figure it out. Don't don't go behind. Don't keep pushing for it, because when he says no, no matter what you do, no matter how hard you try, you're not going to get it until it's your time. And God is so good that later down in life, if you still don't get it, you're like, you know what? God, I thank you for not giving me that, because that would have sent me this way or that way. I can't wait till I get to the point in my spiritual life that I'm confident to do that. So just to recap, to let you know what the four items on your to-do list and then the three questions for personal, personal reflection are. The very first item on the to-do list is to preach the gospel to all nations and people. The second item is to work miracles in Jesus's name to testify to the gospel. And the third item is to baptize our new believers. And last but certainly not least, and may argue is one of the most important, is to baptize them. Baptized. I mean, to disciple to our new believers. Our three questions of reflection are, what group are we in? Are we the ones that go out and spread his word? Are we the ones that send people to spread his word? Are we the ones that just don't do it at all, period? Number two is, are we fulfilling our purpose of going out into the world and preaching the gospel. And number three, our final question of self-reflection is, which of these four items on our spiritual to-do list are we lacking in? Thank you guys so much for joining me on this week's episode of Christian Universe Podcast. Check in next week for another episode. And please, Follow me on Instagram at Christian Kareem Faith to get updates on anything that may be happening. Peace, love, and enjoy the rest of your week.